Hello, and welcome to our Lighthouse podcast. We hope that this message brings inspiration and intent to your day. We are continuing our series on uh, You Can Always Count on God for an Adventure. What a great uh, theme to be talking on adventure. Now, when I say that, I reckon I've got two, two sides to this room. When I say adventure, who out there is like, yeah, that's me, adventure, let's go. Who's, who are our adventure people out there? Yes, we've got a few. And then some people on the other side are like, ooh, adventure. Do I really have to go? What's she going to make me do today? Who are those people out there? Who are the kind of like, ooh, adventure? Well, growing up, I was kind of on that second half. I was like, adventure, I'm not sure. My family growing up, probably the greatest adventure we would go on would just be like bike rides around our neighborhood. Uh, it, was, it was a very safe childhood I had. It was a good one. Don't worry, I'm okay. I liked my childhood. But I definitely grew up just liking to have things planned and organized and in order, liking to have things sorted. And then uh, anyone else like that? Yep. And then I met, I think... I met Adventure Andy, and I think God probably had a bit of a laugh when he put us together because when we started dating, Andy was an outdoor expedition adventurer. So he would take school groups on camps, but not just like camps you saw there, but like out into the wilderness, into the snow. Uh, so I had to quickly learn how to become an adventurer or, okay, or to be okay with going on adventures. And, um, uh, and like it was interesting because we started dating at this time where he was always out and about doing things. And his sister and I were really good friends. That's actually how we sort of got together. And uh, they're only 18 months apart, but they're both very adventurous and both very competitive. And so we would be over hanging out at Andy's house when I was dating. And her, she had a boyfriend at the time, Rick, who has become her husband. And we'd love to look back at those days and just laugh at the things that we got up to because we would think we're just going down for a swim like, we'll go down to the creek for a swim, have a jump in. And there's Andy and Liz, Liz is his sister. They would just, it would become like no longer just a swim. It would become like the Olympics of diving. Like, who can do the most flips? Like, who could do the cartwheel flip, backflip into the creek? Like, they, they just had to outdo each other in adventure, whatever it meant. And uh, when we lived at the Tops, we lived at the Tops Conference Centre uh, for a season. Andy was working there and we went on an adventure and Liz had come over and I think Andy was like, yes, my sister's coming. I'm going to make her do the biggest adventure possible. We had all the resources living at the Tops. And so we went out on an adventure I thought was just a bushwalk and we came to an abseil. And it wasn't just a normal abseil, it was like a 60 metre drop. And at that time, I realized there's no other way out. I have to do this 60-meter drop. Uh, I've slowly become accustomed to going on adventures, but I still find myself in this situation where it's like, okay, I've got to do this. I've got to say yes. And, you know, sometimes God's asking us for that big yes moment, that big moment where we have to just jump off that cliff, that upsail. But sometimes it's just in the small yeses along the way. Sometimes it's taking the small steps of the adventure that I've learnt. So I had to say, yes, I had to just get the harness on. And then, yes, I have to clip in. Then you have to kind of take those steps backwards. But you know that moment where you have to actually, like, go over the edge? No, I'm not going to do it today. <laughs> so sometimes the adventure is the big jump, the big dive, and sometimes it's the yes to the small things. And it's in those adventure moments that we learn to trust in God 
we learn to be transformed by God and we learn that we can make an impact on the world around us. So we're going to talk about those three things today, trust, transformation and impact. And I believe God is calling each of us today to a life of adventure. So are we ready? I'm going to pray for us and then we're going to get into it. So God, I just thank you for each person here today and I just pray that uh, it's your words today that come across, not mine. And I pray that already your Holy Spirit, I know you're here. I know that you're working in people's hearts and in their minds right now. And I pray, God, that you were just guiding them to the next step of the adventure that you have for them, for a life of significance, for a life of impact, God, for a life of bold courage, because I know that you are a God who wants life to the full. And so today, may we be open to all that you have for us. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so the, the Bible is full of people, stories, characters in the Bible who would just said yes, who are ready for an adventure. Can you think of any? Let's get interactive for a little bit. Who was ready just to say yes, to go out on the adventure? We had Ruth, Abraham. Yes, you're ready. That's good. Love it. Rahab, good. What about the disciples? Come and follow me. You know, all through the Bible, there's story after story after story of everyday people who were being called out into a life uh, that was unknown. And what was the first step? The first step was for them to say yes, to say yes to the adventure. I love it because God uses everyday people, doesn't he? Everyday people, he says, come and follow me. And we are going to talk about Abraham today. The, the, uh, the, the hero of the faith, I love it. We're going to talk about the Abraham story and understand the small steps that he had to leading a big life of adventure. So you can turn with me to Genesis chapter 12. It'll come up on the screens as well. Um, we're going to go from verse 1 and just read part of this here today. So the Lord had said to Abram, leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make you famous and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who treat you with contempt. And all the families on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram departed as the Lord had instructed and Lot went with him and Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. He took his wife, Sarah, and his nephew, Lot, and all his wealth, his livestock, and all the people he had taken into his house of, household of Haran and headed for the land of Canaan. I love it. God called him. And what does it say? It said, so Abraham departed. He stepped out in trust. Abraham went from what was known. He had a great life, a comfortable life. And he went to what was unknown. He went without having everything planned and organized and in order. Do you know all he went with was a promise that God had for him. God starts with a calling and he calls you forward in trust. Some of us like to have everything in order. We like to know the plans. We like to know what things, what's going to happen. That was me. You know, for, forever, I remember being a little girl, I had kind of the checklist of things I wanted to do. I knew right from a very young age, I wanted to be a teacher. So I knew my checklist, finish high school, get good enough grades to go to uni. I wanted to become a teacher. Uh, I wanted to get married. I became a teacher. I had kids and I thought then everything would be sorted. My life would be great. Um, and, and it was a great life, but there was something missing. There was more that God had for me. I got through that checklist and I realized that actually 
you know, th- th- there was something that God was calling me out of. And my biggest adventure, I've been on some pretty big adventures now, being married to Adventure Andy, and God has called me to some big things. But I think the biggest thing that God has called me to is to trust, to be ready to listen, to be ready to be open to the next step of the adventure, to be ready for those moments along the way. Be ready for the interruptions, right? Be ready to a life of interruptions because it's in the interruptions that God works. So are you ready to trust him with that next step, with that next yes, with that next bit of the calling? God calls us to a life to the full, doesn't he? A full life beyond what we know, beyond what we can comprehend, not to a life of just order and organisation, although those things are good. But I believe that our God is a God of imagination. Our God is a God, a creator God, the ultimate creator, the wildest dreamer. And he has a plan for your life that's beyond just order and organization. He has a plan for your life of significance. So God today, maybe you can feel it. Maybe he's calling you to something big right now. Maybe there's a big idea, a big dream. There might be a big promise, a big move, a big next step for you that you can just feel God is calling you to. But for others today, maybe he's just calling you to that next choice. Maybe he's calling you to obedience, to trust in him in that next step. Beyond what is known, beyond what is expected, just being ready for you to say yes. Be ready to be able to step out in trust for that next step. So today, what do you feel is the next step that God is asking you to trust him with? All right, why don't you turn to the person next to you? We've had a lot of talking today. I love a bit of interaction. So why don't you talk to the person next to you and say, why go on an adventure? Like, what is so great about going on an adventure? Why go on an adventure? All right. Let's hear some of them. Why go on an adventure? Call out. Exactly. That's not an answer. (laughs) All right, who's got something for me? Why, what's good about going on an adventure? Yes, Jake. Love it. In case you missed it, why go on an adventure? To get out of your normal routine. Love it. Why else? Yes. What was that, Jake? Grow as a person. Love it. Why else go on an adventure? To learn. So good. Oh, excitement. I love it. So good. Do you know that uh, in, uh, here we go. I like my statistics, right? So according to the Adventure Trade Association, our reasons for going on an adventure changed, right? In 2005, when they did a survey, the reason for going on an adventure was about risk, was about the thrills, was about the fun, the excitement, uh, was for power, But, you know, in 2017, when they did this survey again, it moved from risk and thrills. It moved to that people want, some of the things you guys said about, to have an expanded worldview, to have learning, to to have discovery, to have improved mental health, for um, for the connection, for the meaningful stories. So why people go on adventure moved from thrills and risk and it moved to this idea of transformation. I love it. Adventure is all about transformation. 
You know, I saw this on camp. Here we go, get a camp story out now. Uh, on camp, we went on a bushwalk. So maybe not the wildest adventure, right? But it was still a fun adventure that we went on. It got us out of our cabins and out of just being in that camp zone to out into the bush. And Darcy, he did an amazing job. He, uh, he uh, led our... He led our tribe on a bushwalk and he allowed us to notice some things from the natural environment. We had some Aboriginal fish traps that we saw. We tried some like bush tucker. We got to have some potato. I forget what the, forget what it's called, but it was a bit of a uh, lamandra. There you go. That we got to try on our walk. Um, we were able to do some counting games and things like that. But we went on this adventure and when we stopped at the top, Darcy sat us all down and he asked us, what, what, was, what did you get out of this bush? What, what, was, what was it for you that you loved about it? And I was just impressed by these, this youth and the things that they had loved about just this bushwalk, this simple bushwalk. But they were able to say things like um, it got them, like their body felt better, they were out moving, the connections that they had as they were talking along the way. Um, I loved it because they, they talked about, you know, getting a bit different perspective, getting out from camp and having lifting their gaze from the perspective of camp. I loved it. This walk had brought them on this journey of transformation. So our first step is to trust God and then we have this transformation that happens when we are faithful. And we see this in Abraham's story. He has this biblical faith. It claims a confidence beyond our own because it rests in the character of God. We move from this short-term risky business to this idea of long-term transformation. It becomes less about us and it becomes more about living a life of foundation of faith, of meaningful connections, of learning, of discovery of God. Abraham built his faith on this foundation. And we can see it in Hebrews. I love Hebrews. And in Hebrews chapter 11, it talks about these heroes of the faith. And we're going to read about um, what it says about Abraham. It gives us this beautiful picture of Abraham, the father of faith. In verse 8, it says, It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went out without knowing where he was going. And, he, and when he he reached the land God promised him. He lived there by faith. But he was like a foreigner living in tents. And so did Isaac and so did Jacob, who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city that was designed and built by God. The adventure called him out from what was beyond what was known. And it was hard, wasn't it, for Abraham? Not everything once he went out on this adventure, when he was called and he trusted and he went. But Abraham had this foundation of faith that got him through. If you know the story of um, Abraham, I believe, yes, he's a, a father of faith, but he had this patience that he had to work through, didn't he? He was promised to be um, a father of, I'll bless you and make you into a great nation. But he had a wife who was barren. He had to navigate this uh, a barren wife. Uh, he was asked when he finally got the promise of his son, he was then asked to sacrifice his son Isaac. But through this whole time, Abraham had a foundation of faith and, and he held on to the promises of God. I will bless you and make you into a great nation. Our trust leads to transformation when we have our life built on this foundation of faith. And when we go on an adventure, right, it develops who we are, develops our character, we can't have a promise that just, you know, the next step is always going to be easy, but we know in that next step that God's going to develop who we are. 
And in Romans chapter 5, I love it. It says, because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that uh, that helps us develop endurance and endurance develops strength of character and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with love. When I went on that adventure with Andy, you know, like uh, it was hard. It was like saying yes, the challenge of stepping back of going across, uh, going down that cliff. But in that, I developed, uh, endur- I developed endurance. I was bold. I had to do something that was hard. And yes, you get the adrenaline at the end. But also I was like, I can do hard things. I can do that. We develop our character as we, as we step out in our foundation of faith. So what part of your character is God looking to transform? What part of your character is God looking to transform in this next step of your adventure? So living a life of faith, it uh, creates trust, it creates transformation, and it creates an impact. And I love, love, loved hearing these stories that came from youth camp about, of them praying over each other, praying over the next generation. And I saw this beautiful picture on the last night of camp. We had tribal wars, and Gareth is like, did such an awesome job. And uh, he had, he, um, it was to like, who could make the tallest human pyramid, right? That, and everyone was like, okay, human pyramid, we'll all get down and, you know, on hands and knees and try and develop the pyramid like that. And then one team, I think it was our tribe actually, realized that if you lifted each other up, you know, you got each other up onto the shoulders, that you could quickly get the highest pyramid. And so we had this idea. I was standing there and I was looking at this picture of my kids were there. They were getting hoisted up. Uh, and some of these youth were there, and, and I taught them when I was um, in kids' church, and I was watching these kids get lifted up. And our youth team were, like, lifting up some of our youth, and I had this beautiful picture of the impact of the kingdom of God when we stand on each other's shoulders, when we have that faith that stands on each other's shoulders. You know, who's standing on your shoulders? What legacy are you creating with your faith? We see this beautiful um, image of the fathers of the father of faith that was Abraham but we see this beautiful picture of what his legacy of faith created for generations to come if you keep reading in Hebrews in chapter 11 it talks about the heroes of faith and we're not going to read it all go back and have a read though it's pretty amazing the stories right but said by faith I love those words by faith Abraham stepped out and then by faith Isaac by faith, Jacob, by faith, Moses, by faith, Rahab. We have these heroes of faith that were created from Abraham, from the impact that he created for generations to come, the legacy of faith that he had. But not only was it this legacy of faith, but these, the faith created power. The faith created influence in the world around them. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite parts when I was reading this week, and that's something new that I just, I was just overwhelmed with, was the power that these guys had when they, when they walked out their faith. In Hebrews chapter eleven twenty six, it says, "Through faith's power, they conquered kingdoms." They established true justice. Their faith fastened onto promises and they pulled them into reality. Their faith, it keeps going, 
Their faith shut the mouths of lions. Their faith put out raging fires. Their faith escaped death. Their faith saw healing. Their faith sparked courage. Their faith became mighty warriors in battle. Faith-filled women saw their children raised from the dead by faith. This is the stuff that happens by faith. When we step out in faith, we are going to make an impact on the world around us. Do you have that same faith? Because you know, it says we have the Holy Spirit. If we have the Holy Spirit, we are able to make an impact in the world around us. By faith, we are going to impact generations to come by faith. Are you ready for a life of adventure? Are you willing to step out? Are you willing to conquer that dream that God's placed on your heart? Are you willing to say yes to that next step? Are you, are you, do you understand the power you hold for healing, right? You have the power to remove the darkness. You have the power to pray bold prayers for people in your family. You have the power. A life of adventure, it doesn't have to be a huge jump off that cliff, but it can be a next step. It can remember that you hold the power to pray. You hold the power to be courageous in your faith. You hold the power by faith. We can always count on God for an adventure, but are you ready for it? So what part of your faith today do you need to be bold with? Our next generation are ready, right? Are you ready? Are you ready to lift them up? Are you ready? We can always count on a God for an adventure, to live with trust, to live with transformation, to live with influence. We need to step out in faith to the adventure that God is calling for us. So we're gonna take a moment now. I want you to stand and the band are gonna play behind me. And take a moment to ask God, what part of my faith do I need to be bold with? By faith, what are you gonna do with your faith today? Let's pray bold prayers. So take a moment, let the Holy Spirit move within you and pray bold prayers this morning. By faith, God is gonna lead you on an adventure that will make an impact for the generations to come. Thank you for listening. Please connect with us at adifferentlight.com.au or join us at one of our Sunday gatherings.